Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Scary Mommy always tells it like it is. Their hilarious, unfiltered look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of parenthood has sparked a community of millions. And now they've launched a new podcast, Scary Mommy Speaks. It'll be everything you love about Scary Mommy straight from the mouths of women who know that parenting can be a mother. From pulp culture to post-baby sex, nothing's off limits when the scary mommies start shooting the, well, you know. So if you're owning motherhood and all its glory, pains, and playdates, check out the Scary Mommy Speaks podcast. Download and subscribe to the Scary Mommy Speaks podcast from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast now. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Hey, House of Kim fans, it's producer Travis here. While Kim and Croy continue their epic road trip across the country, we're going to do another flashback episode to the first time Chef Tracy was on the show, and Kim and Croy reviewed her backstory. So, enjoy. Tracy is our chef slash babysitter slash designated driver slash house manager. I could go, I mean, nurse slash bring coffee when I'm in the hospital slash. You know what is really great is that you don't drink Starbucks anymore. And you used to have to go up two extra exits to get your coffee on the way here. And it was, and then it would take me 20 minutes past your house and 20 minutes to get back. It was a whole additional 40 minutes drive on my way here. Just to get the one coffee, and then I would get that here, I love, and you would look from at the one it place and say it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, what the hell? Well, that's a true story, you guys. I told you previously. I don't know what podcast it was, but that I just loved my coffee a certain way: extra, extra whipped cream, extra caramel drizzle, and only like two locations in all of Atlanta could do it. So Tracy's talking about the one a couple exits past my house. So, anyways, we are so excited to have Tracy here. We are. Going going to play would you rather we are going to be talking about tracy's past which we call it what baby we uh are gonna get the backstory of bloom yes which is really actually exciting she's really an interesting person and i just don't know if you guys know this i'd mentioned this before but tracy i've chased i chased tracy around for so long to come work for me i finally had to act sick to get her here and we'll get into that in a bit but anyways (laughs) she's been here now for over four years so what else is going on babe oh school you guys I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram, but I'm struggling. I will be crying my eyes out because my babies, my twins are starting pre-K, Cash is starting first grade, and KJ is starting second. Just please help me with the comments on Instagram because I really am like going to be so sick to my stomach. I just can't believe that Corey and I are not going to have any kids at home. I don't know if that means we should make another while they're gone or if I should enjoy the time. I I don't know. What do you think, love? 
enjoy the time. <laughs> oh, don't act like you're totally opposed to baby number seven. Are you? Not totally, but enjoy the time. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. You're right, baby. You're right. I think our nanny's like most excited, right? Because she's going to have a few hours in the morning to right. herself to get more organized. She's so anal. The closets are perfect. Everything's amazing in the house pertaining to the children. So I think she's going to have some time to herself finally after six years of being with us. So. Right. Ariana started school yesterday. Yep. She's a junior. We dropped her off. <laughs> yep. You heard that right. She's a junior and we dropped her off. She doesn't have her license quite yet. Nope. She was a little mischievous thing. So we uh, prolonged her getting her permit and you have to have your permit for one year and one day before you can actually get your license. So she will be getting her license soon. Yep. But we dropped her off and Kane and Kaya came and they were like yelling out the car like, oh, have a great day, Ariana. Like they love Ariana. All the littles love her. Mm. Sad for me because I only have two years with her left and I know that Ariana's going to be like, hey, beep you. I'm out of here. I'm heading to Cali, baby, or I'm heading wherever. I don't know where quite yet, but she's definitely going to be out at 18. Do you yeah. think, Bloom? You think she'll be? Yes. Yeah. I think she'll be out. And also, as a side note, it's uh, the temperature of a casino in here. <laughs> it's a very chilly. We're pumping oxygen, too. You didn't know? I oh, d- don't oh we God. wish oh, we were oh, at the casino. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you going to do in the mornings when there's when everybody's in school? Well, Make, we'll bake. Will, the twins will come home for uh, lunch. Yeah, yeah, they'll be home for lunch. Uh, it's a half day. Did Cash yeah. come home for lunch yes. last year? Or no, he was full day, right? No, that was kindergarten. He didn't come home last year, the year before he was in pre-K. Only pre-K. I'm not really sure, but it always seems that something ends up happening if it's not picking him up or... Yeah. I'm sure I'll find something to do. Yeah. <laughs> But you'll have them for a couple of days when I get my new boobies. Yeah, rewrite the Beerman menu. Yeah, I can, I can menu. rewrite the menu. Yeah. Let's make let's make peanut butter cookies with like those Hershey Kisses that like you so stick on top. You want to do Christmas in August? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> that's what I want to do. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, you guys, who else has tried FabFitFun? If you don't already know what it is, it's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. The box I received is epic. Each season box features a variety of amazing quality brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Glam Glow, Moroccan Oil. I could go on and on, you guys. Don't miss out. They sell out super-duper fast. Head over to FabFitFun.com and use code KIM so that you can save $10 off your first box, making only $39.99. And these boxes, you guys, have a value of over $200. And these make a great gift. Anyhow, head over to FabFitFun.com and use code KIM. I know some people on my page are like, oh, my God, lady, get over it. Like, they're going to school. I'm so excited. I just, I love I love babies. I love my kids being little. I love to live in the past, meaning like I love to reminisce and think about when they were babies and when they were born. And oh my God, if I could just go back to them all being six weeks old and they would just stay there. Corey likes them when they're about 14 months and older, but more so. I, yeah, think. I, I don't say you live in the past. I say you pull your emotion from the past. You're, you're very good at uh, uh, feeling your emotions that you felt from I past like, experiences. So you really, you really. No, but I do wish my the kids were all six weeks old, right. including Brielle. Right. Like, <laughs> you really enjoyed that time. <laughs> no, I actually, I don't wish that on Brielle and Ariana because I was like just trying to get through the day. So I was super overwhelmed. And I think that's probably why I had four with you, baby, because I am obsessed with you. But also I got to really enjoy them, have help with them. I didn't have that before. And I could actually like not stress as much financially as I did with the girls. But I do love babies. Like I just love babies. Right. So maybe we'll adopt someday. Yep. We'll see. Anyhow, we are going to jump into questions with Bloom. 
Yep, we are. We're going to get into the backstory of Bloom. How Bloom uh, came into our life and. Everybody always wants to know anyway. People, yeah. how, how did you get that job? Like how? You know. Oh. <laughs> so let's tell let's tell everybody how Bloom became a part of our family. Okay, Bloom, let's think about this. I met Bloom at this steakhouse in Atlanta, pretty big steakhouse here that she was running. I hadn't had KJ. I think it might have been. I wasn't even pregnant with KJ. Brielle was, was going to the prom. And I think she was going there for dinner, maybe. And you and Nikki were there, like hiding out in a booth. When they was were- that the first time? It might not have. No, been. because we would have had no. KJ. No. We would have had uh, KJ because we well, we met and got pregnant with KJ. It, it was probably at the beginning of 2011. Well, maybe it was you gave Croy a Porsche for his birthday. I did. Yes. Maybe that was it. I gave Croy a Porsche at your restaurant. I had the valet. What was it his like 21st birthday? <laughs> Croy, as we've talked about, is eight years younger than me. For Croy's birthday, I bought him a Porsche Panorama. Yep. And we pulled up to this restaurant. We got out. We had a great dinner. And Valet, when we left the restaurant, pulled up this Porsche with a big bow on it. It was so awesome. We had so much fun. I forgot about that, babe. So that's how I met Tracy. And Tracy's kind of this, how would you describe her? I don't want to say arrogant because that's not it. No, I'm like rude. Hey, what's up? Bitches. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of how it is. But she was really fun. And the food was so good. And it was like a home cooked meal. I felt like what? I mean, I, I mean, I it, was, it was a fine dining meal. It wasn't home cooked. No. I mean, it was. I mean, maybe you felt at home with my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I definitely enjoyed the whole experience. So I really liked the food. Corey's birthday, September 12th. We come back for Thanksgiving and Tracy cooked the food. There was like, what do you serve on a Thanksgiving? Like Turkey, a stuff. No. How many people do you serve? Oh, Thanksgiving, probably fifteen to 1,800 people. Insane. Yeah. The food was amazing. And I was like, hey, come work for me. Nah, not coming to work for you. And I was like, oh, okay, you're cool. Well, so the manager, though, the, so we were talking to the manager, like, this food's so good. He says, well, uh, you might actually know the chef because she was on uh, Bravo. She she'd been on the show on Bravo. We'll get into that. And so that was kind of how I really want you to you know meet the chef. And so that's how we originally came face to face with each other. Was because right, she was, was on Top Chef, talking you know so many good things about Tracy. She's you know she's just an awesome person, great chef, and I know you guys might know each other. And so that's how we became face to face. See, that's a prime example of you never know where you're going to end up in life, who you meet, how you meet them, when you meet them, and where you end up with right. them. You just never know. Right. This is a prime example of that. So we asked her on Thanksgiving. We asked she her on said, Thanksgiving. No. She said absolutely not. No, nope, not, not working happening. for anybody. Nope, not happening. Don't okay. want to be a personal chef. Don't want to be. A a personal chef. Okay, cool, bitch. I still don't want to be a personal <laughs> chef. <laughs> so, oh no, wait. Nope. Skirt. We invited her to our... Oh yes, I'm so sorry I did not make it to your wedding. That's so rude. Well, it's, well what happened was is they invited me on a Thursday at their rehearsal dinner that I was cooking at. Was, oh, you got to come to my wedding, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Corey, <laughs> doesn't she remind me? Doesn't she remind you of my aunt? Like, look, like, what? Do you have a gay aunt? I don't even know. I do. And, I, and then Ariana, she's like 10 years. I love Top Chef. Oh, you should come too. I don't know. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I called this hooker that I was dating. I was like, hey, Kim, uh, invite me to her wedding. When? Tomorrow. No, we cannot go. We don't have anything to wear. Our hair's not done. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. You I just didn't, didn't show up. I didn't so show up. that was, we got married 11, 11, 11. So that was before Thanksgiving, actually. She didn't come to the wedding. Fine. Don't come to the wedding. Cool. But then I harassed her on Thanksgiving. Yeah, cool. Said, Bitch. You didn't come to my, my wedding. wedding. Yep. 
That's what I said. Thanks a lot. So long story short, we would keep in touch kind of on Twitter. I would go to this restaurant a lot. It was kind of by my house. Corey loves steak. As you guys know, I don't. That's the same restaurant that I actually ended up choking on my shrimp. I when Tracy, she wasn't work working there. there anymore. She was working for me, but I ended up choking on the shrimp. So I've never gone back to the restaurant. I don't need to because Tracy's here. Somehow on Twitter, right? We were tweeting or whatever. And then you, you said, hey, can you come make smoothies? Yeah. Maybe I was trying to get skinny. For the, for the day. And I said, okay, I called all my chef friends that were private chefs. What do you charge for somebody who wants you to come put fruit in a blender? I mean, (laughs) I I don't know. That was just odd. So I came over and made smoothies. She said, can you come back all week and make smoothies? I came back and I made smoothies for five days. (laughs) Every day I came back and the smoothies from the day before were still in there. (laughs) I I don't know. They didn't drink the smoothies. I was just making them. and and Somehow, I remember you making me chili. This was my thing. I oh. somehow got you to make me chili, right? Yeah. And you brought it to me out the pool. Yeah, I know. And, had and it had that. fresh onions yes. and cheese, yes. and yes. it was divine. You've never made the <laughs> chili the same since. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> but you know. got me hook, line, and sinker. Every day. And every day she's like, I, you know, you want me to come back to next week? Yes. You want me to come back next week? And then one day, finally, she said, Stop asking me. You're a private chef. <laughs> and I was like, What? Yeah. And then the rest is history, as yep. you guys can see on Don't Be Tardy. And now she's part of our family and we're obsessed with her she's a lot of fun so and she's been very helpful because she's the only person i allow to drive the children to and from school i've let brielle a little bit more now but tracy's the only one that's been able to drive anybody around other than Corey and i obviously so she's been a big help okay that's the backstory on how we met now we're four and a half years in we're happy as hell and we're gonna get into the backstory of bloom because i feel like this is such motivation for people and such a cool backstory anyway so let's get into it. So Tracy grew up in foster home and you've totally found success in all aspects of your life. Would you say you've found it? I mean, I, I think, um, you know, people measure success in different ways. Um, and if uh, happiness is a, a way to measure it, I, I'm really happy. Uh, so, yeah, I would say I'm fully successful. I definitely think that success is measured. I, you know, some people think money and some people I definitely think being at peace and happy with what you're doing is like the real key to success. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's measure of success is different. For sure. We all chase different dreams. We all chase different careers or jobs or everything's different for everybody. But I would say you've had great success from my perspective. Right. Yeah, I think I'm super successful of in my, my career, my life, except maybe my love life has been a little weak, but uh, I'm working on that. <laughs> when would you say you were fending for yourself? At what age did you what age? Did you have to kind of like pull up the bootstraps and say, you know, this it's my... I would say, honestly, probably at eight years old. Oh, wow. I remember... I had uh, a lady, she would come pick me up and take me shopping and buy rice-a-roni and <laughs> um, some other things. And in my closet, in my bedroom, I lived in a, a small uh, 14 by 70 trailer. And in my room, I had a little closet and I had all this food in there, like rice-a-roni and things that I could make at eight. So that, and I had a sister too. Uh, anyway, I would make her food. And then the, sometimes the church would buy, buy some food because... Well, we didn't have any food. So I would say that's fending for yourself. I mean, I didn't have to buy the food because people gave it to me. But sometimes, uh, and I remember this is the worst, is I would have a lot of canned goods. And I wasn't sure what was in the can because the labels had come off. So sometimes we would either have soup 
or blueberry pie filling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that probably about eight was when I really was like. That's what my dad says. Eight years old, too. He took care of him and his sister. Eight years old is like real young. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's real young. That's impressive, Bloom. Um, so, but so did you have a good childhood? Are you? Well, you know, when I tell my childhood, which I don't, I don't typically, you know, I'm not like, oh, let me tell you my life story unless we're in a car trip or something. Which but, she uh, is dying you know. to take with Corey, by the way. Yes. It's weird. But when I tell the story, people are like, oh my God, or, you know, like, I can't believe it. It's so awful. Or how did you survive? But I mean, I said on the show, I had like eight years or 12 years of therapy, which is kind of true. But uh, a therapist said to me one time, like, because I was all tough, like, oh, it was fine. No big deal. You had, to, you had to build a wall. You had to yeah. build. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So even growing up, I was like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. But she said, like, what would you say to that eight-year-old little girl? If you saw an eight-year-old little girl having to go through that, how would you feel now? And it put things in perspective for me to say, oh, it's okay to, like, say, yeah, things were tough. Right. You know? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let, I let think Tracy grew up in New York, in case I didn't bring that up, but Tracy grew up in New York. Small town, New York. Very, New York City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Very, very small town, which is crazy because my family is from Springville, New York, Buffalo, Painted Post, Corning, kind of these four little cities. And Tracy, where did you? I grew up in a small town called Shortsville, New York. Shortsville, New York. Very well, close to uh, Rochester and it was right. in the Finger Lakes region. Finger Lakes. Oh! Ooh, that's so fun. Nobody really talks about that. So I get so excited. How many kids does. were in your school? There was 48 kids in my graduating class. Wow. That is small. So it's half the size of mine. It was, well, no, she told me today. Well, I guess you were not lying because no, yeah, she loves small. to lie and tell me jokes. I do love to lie. She loves to lie. It's bizarre. Did you, so did, how, many, how many different schools did you go to? As you, same school. Same school. Which you is just, kind of just, amazing. Kindergarten kinda, through 12th grade. Was with, all, through all the foster care, all that same but school. But just kind of had to go to from different residences. Yeah. Every, yep. So um, I, I, wow. I lived in a lot of different like houses and it was child protective services was at my house and so not to like get crazy or anything but things weren't good so i would go from different homes or whatever some family friends took me in at first and and i was kind of tough like i was like well i'm going here or there and they kind of laid the law down they said you either stay here or you don't because they had kids in their house and they're like you can't disrupt our home so i got real tough like well whatever I, and i didn't want anyone to give me anything and eventually i settled in with uh, two major families and i would say like when i go home that's where i go when I talk about g going home, I don't I don't go to any blood relatives, but I have uh, Fran, who's uh, oh my gosh, my one of my mom's best friends' name was Fran. Oh really? It's probably not the same lady, but actually, you guys met Brandon. Brandon is uh, Fran's husband, and he was your waiter at uh, <laughs> oh I'm like our assistant Brandon. No, when you went to uh, when you were playing for the Buffalo Bills, you went to visit him, and you had dinner. Oh okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He waited on you, so yeah. he was uh, the the husband of the well i mean he he was the foster dad but you know the moms were the ones that right of course know, counted yeah yeah that's really special but she still comes to visit me i know you had a so, teacher come last weekend yeah. you got a friend coming this weekend yeah. it's getting kind of old um because <laughs> she's not hanging out hanging out with us on the weekends but okay so you graduated at what 17 18 18 18 yeah. graduated. i became emancipated at 16 right so why I, did you do that yeah. Well, when I was 16, uh, well, the state did too. So I had to show proof of residency that I could afford to pay for my rent. And I rented a basement apartment and uh, it was $100 a month. 
What did you do for work? Well, I worked before school at a horse track, okay. the Finger Lakes Racetrack. Mm-hmm. I worked before school for three hours, and then after school, I watched. What the hell time did you start school? Eight o'clock. So, oh my god. Well, maybe it was more like five to seven, seven thirty. So, like two yeah. and a half hours, right. and then and it was close. And then right. after school, I would wash dishes from like five to ten. Jeez you know. Louise. How did you stay on track? You know, what, what? Everyone asks that because I have, you know, drug addicts and drug, drug right. addiction in my family. Right. And uh, I remember at eight years old saying, like, why are we living in a trailer? Why do we not have food? Like, right. you can go to McDonald's and get two burgers for 29 cents. We could buy them all on Tuesday cents. and we could just have them for the week. Like, it didn't make sense to me. And so I was just, I'm not sure, really, but I just. Well, I think the so, fear. Tracy and I have a lot of similarities as far as, like, you know, my parents told me regarding drugs that if you did anything, you'd die instantly. Like, that's it. Any kind of drugs. So I've never done a drug because. I'm one of those people. Like, I don't even like to be drunk. Well, Nancy right. Reagan had a lot to do with that, with the D.A.R.E. program. And uh, when we were... Oh, my gosh. Ronald you're right. When we were kids and... Uh, D.A.R.E. D.A.R.E., you know, uh, oh, yeah. scared Oh, my me. gosh. You're yeah. so... Wow. <laughs> oh, my good Corey, do you know about oh, D.A.R.E.? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was massive. Yeah. So my brother and I both have never... I mean, you, you just don't do it. And right. I definitely knew that there's addiction in my family right. as well. So I would always... I knew that, like, at a very young age. So... So I think it's impressive. But we talk about like, I don't like to be drunk. I'll have a glass of wine. That's it. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you honestly seen me drunk, Tracy, in all these years? Just like that one time. <laughs> well, so so you graduate high school mm-hmm. and you've got a fire in your ass and you're going to go be a chef. Yeah. No, no, actually, no. I didn't want to be a chef because I felt like I needed to be a, a CPA. I wanted to be the best thing I could. So that of. was your goal out of high school was you wanted to be a CPA. Yeah. So I went to the best school. Okay. And I had a lot of people help me because I wasn't very, uh, I didn't have very good grades. So my guidance counselor pulled some strings and I got okay. into uh, St. John Fisher College, which is in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's known for either nursing or accounting. Right. And it's a private college too. So right. it was very pricey. Yeah. Did you pay for that? So you got some grants or? Uh, I got some, I got, uh, I got so many scholarships when I graduated high school. Oh, wow. In fact, I had lost a couple friends when I was 16 and at small school, they had, we had set up all these scholarship funds and I actually got a few of those, which was cool. So like my friend's parents gave me those scholarships. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Uh, But, um, I mean, I took out loans. Right. I still have some loans, I think. Okay. Uh, so you took out student loans. Yeah, but then I decided I had, was skipping class to go to Uh-oh. work. This is where you fell. Oh, didn't fall off track. You had to go work. Uh, yeah, I had to go work. Right. So I, uh, and I had heard about, oh, the Culinary Institute of America, because we didn't have internet or anything like that then. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that sounds awesome. Do you remember AOL and like Instant Messenger yes. was like the oh, coolest thing ever? <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I ended up. I ended up going to accounting school for two years, and then I went to the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York, and I graduated in 1997. 1997. Wow. So did you ever get a degree in accounting, or you just have some- some I did not get a degree in accounting, but I do have two years of- of education. Of education, yes. That's great. Did you know that a study by the University of Pennsylvania revealed that 70%, yes, 70% of CBD oils are fraud? That's right. What you see on the label for seven out of 10 CBD oils is not what's inside the bottle. You should never take CBD until you do this one thing. Go to www.mycompletecbd2.com and see for yourself. Educate yourself. If you know anyone who has tried CBD, no matter how excited they are about it, please share this news with them as soon as possible. Don't let your loved ones waste money or even embarrass themselves any longer. No one is talking about this CBD secret, but 
at www.mycompletecbd2.com. They reveal everything, including the reason why you simply can't take CBD without doing this one thing. Just go to www.mycompletecbd2.com right now to see why you should never take CBD until you do this one thing. That's www.mycompletecbd2.com. That's mycompletecbd and the number two.com. Again, www.mycompletecbd2.com. You have found success through participating in Top Chef, running some of the most elite restaurants in Atlanta, being yourself and <laughs> a character. Uh, don't be tardy. You've worked for us for over four years. Like, What is your key to success? That's a great question. Gee, I don't know. I just like, uh, I, I just feel like I have like extra endorphins or something like that in my brain. I feel. No, we're not talking about when we're at the casino together <laughs> yeah. because we have the same love of the casino. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you, I just like, I think I was driven in the restaurant business to be something great. And when I took a job in a big restaurant as a dishwasher, the chefs would all say, Oh, good job, Tracy. You're the best. You're awesome. And that, because I had a lack of home or family, that gave me the family structure. So I felt like, you know, I didn't have a mom or a dad telling me good job at school or whatever, but I did at work. So I wanted to be the best. So eventually I just worked my way up and became the executive chef. And that's and some of the the biggest restaurants here in Georgia for many, many, many years. Why is Tracy Bloom successful though? Like you had a a Is it your mind frame? No, because you well, I think you're you were raised with barely the bare minimums. I mean like Yes, but I think I always come to class with the glass half full mm-hmm. and uh, it's this perspective. So, I mean, I, I certainly am not perfect, but I definitely like, I'm happy about everything. I, I was talking to Croy earlier about my car for the longest. I, I drove around in this car. It had 250,000 miles. It drove no, me flipping no nuts. Air conditioning, no air conditioning. It's been down. shot at. It had like a, a bullet hole. Bullet hole in it. Hole in it. it drove me out of my mind. But I just, I kept driving it because it was still going and I didn't, I don't know why, I, I just didn't want to spend the money, but I was fine with it. And I just, I was telling him now, I was like, wow, I've got a brand new car. And I, every day I put the air on and sometimes I turn it off because I don't want to use it all up. <laughs> oh but, uh, my. Which is a little weird, but I just loved like, I wasn't unhappy in that old car. I was still happy because I had a car and I was getting places and I was like, well, this is great. Some people don't even have that. So yeah. I think I think I, it's the attitude of gratitude. Yes, it's, that's what it is. Attitude of gratitude. Yeah. So you would say you had a little knack for finding the positive of the situation. Of every situation. Of life, right? Oh, yeah. And I think that that's probably a, like a defense mechanism as a kid growing up. And I totally. You didn't have yep. food or you didn't have love or, you you know, like, oh, crap, I got beat up today or right. whatever. Like, right. well, at least I didn't get hit in the face. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Uh, and, you know, yeah. so uh, it was a way to survive. Otherwise, you know, I would have probably ended up a kid on drugs or or who knows what, but I just carry it through now and I'll be like, Oh, like, and people get annoyed too. They'll be like at the hospital having like a big operation. I'll be like, Hey, you want to chug some orange juice? (laughs) And they'll say like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I mean, good grief, but I like to be happy. I like to smile. I just like to have fun and I I like to laugh at myself. You are pretty funny. I mean, 
She definitely is one of the funniest people that I know, but she finally did get a new car and she was one of the people that I said, listen, in relationships and stuff like we need to get a new mattress. This woman would not get a new mattress for nothing. I said, Tracy, you've got to get a new mattress, like in order for the energy to change. So she finally did. She got the new car. Um, I don't know if you saw Don't Be Tardy last year when we redid some of her rooms in her house. Like it's been really fun on this journey with Tracy and kind of because she has the attitude to graduate, it makes it very easy to give, I feel like to you for sure. Yes, keep keep that giving coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, sometimes so, you do stuff for people and they don't appreciate it, as you know. Well, what's so. really cool, what she said, too, is is so your default mechanism or what you thought was survival was to find the positive in every situation. Some people's default, unfortunately, is like, let's just focus on the negative. Right. But, oh, yeah. but your people default. Get angry, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Your default, what you thought was survival, was actually a mechanism that helped you thrive instead of just survive. You thrive because that's what makes people thrive. As you Do you think that not the having the food and you wanted maybe a Salisbury steak or, or whatever back in the day is why you're a chef today? Do you think like maybe not having the variety or the option? Uh, I mean, I think that the fact that I got free food at work was uh, definitely a go-to kind of job. <laughs> so I didn't have to spend any money on food and, and it became, you know, when I was very young, like, would you just rip into a piece of steak when you got to work? Like at these big high-end restaurants well, you that you mean, ran? Like when I became a grown adult. <laughs> yeah. Buy a steak. Uh, well, they're not going to make you buy a steak, but do you still? I mean, well, no, but I mean, what I mean, she loves a good I, sale, you guys. That's why still. I, I'm making six figures at these high-end restaurants. I could certainly <laughs> afford a steak, but uh, yes, I would rip into them as soon as I got to work because I was like, dang. No, I mean. Um, I wished I had eaten more steak, actually, because now <laughs> I go to the store and I'm like, I'm not paying $30 for some tenderloin. And I could have had it all for free. Uh, That's hysterical. We, she lives in the past a little bit like I do about emotions, That's I guess. Funny. Okay. So, Tracy, have you worked as a personal chef for anybody else besides us? I have not. Never in your life. I uh, mean, not more than one day. I mean, I've done parties and, and little right. events, but I've never... Had like a more like than you a, never, like not even for a month. You're like, oh, I'm gonna try this. Day. I love my friends that are on the side. Like, hey, Bloom, um, do you think you could do my party on Saturday? And Tracy's like, oh, so and so, call, uh, text me. What do you think? Should I do it or not? <laughs> I'm like, well, thank God for her loyalty because those are few and far between. I feel like. Oh no, I mean, so, I just had a job offer for this uh, vegan family of three. Listen to this job, right? <laughs> vegan. I didn't even this is the first time I'm hearing about this. So when the hell did you? I don't know. I don't. Every time I say something, you're like, I, I don't. I never heard that before. I mean, I can't tell you everything. Oh, Anyhow, it, it was great money, awesome money. And I was like, okay, it's six days a week though. And I was like, well, no, thank you. I mean, the money was amazing, and it was only three people. Do you know how many people are in this house? <laughs> it's a lot. It's eight people. There's eight people, and I don't eat meat and pork. And we don't like tomatoes they and don't eggplant. They don't. Somebody doesn't want any bones in the house. That's me. Uh, no pork <laughs> products. That's me. Uh, it's a there's a lot. So, so so it sounds like you'd say it's 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 pretty easy working for the Beermans, yeah? Oh, maybe I shouldn't have told that story. <laughs> oh, would you, you love the Beermans? Would you say it's hard? What would you say it's like? What would you say it's like working like, for the um, Beermans? I feel like I'm I am blessed to have this job. I think that yeah. I mean, I wouldn't just walk out on a Friday night and be like, F this. <laughs> um, Have you ever left here and said, F 
not during a don't be tardy season because that gets a little stressful trying to cook and then work and we're all doing all sorts of things i I mean no i mean i think if i'm irritated it's like because brielle will come in in the middle of me making the kids lunch and say hey what do you have i'm starving and i'll tell (laughs) her and she'll say nope i want this 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 and i'm like it'd be about like 10 minutes never mind i'll go to chick-fil-a <laughs> i mean that's irritating but like go to if Chick-fil-A. it doesn't bother you if i order I mean, pizza though no i there's many times when the doorbell rings and i answer it because it is one of my many jobs and the pizza guy comes <laughs> i if you know me i love pizza i eat it at least two times a week and sometimes i just have to have pizza yeah i mean eat the pizza i'm getting paid either way so. well brandon our assistant one time when he brought pizza he put it in a amazon box <laughs> so that you wouldn't know that's funny <laughs> i swear to god brandon felt bad for you brandon felt terrible yeah he, so he, he went and got an amazon box and we put said, the. We, it happens twice a week man yeah, it's, it's okay so, totally. but he was so sweet and that's when i changed my view yeah. of him that is sweet house of kim is brought to you by mtv's the real world atlanta streaming now only on facebook watch the original reality show is back and streaming now only on Facebook Watch. MTV's The Real World Atlanta is the next true story of seven strangers picked to live in a house and have their hookups, screw-ups, apologies, fights, tears, voices, and lives streamed exclusively on Facebook Watch. It's the return of the first unscripted show in TV history that tackled gender, race, AIDS, taboo, life, death, addiction, connection, acceptance, and reality. And it's being reinvented. MTV's The Real World Atlanta is an all-new reality experience with content dropping daily and new episodes every Thursday. Find out what happens when the next generation stops being polite and starts getting real again. In Facebook, click on the Facebook Watch icon and search The Real World on Watch. MTV's The Real World Atlanta, streaming now only on Facebook Watch. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Hello, I'm Brad Jenkins, host of the Fired Up Podcast. We're fired up that you're joining us, and that is the whole point of the podcast. We're going to have guests on to talk about the thing that they love the most. We picked the perfect first guest, Senator Cory Booker. Here we are getting Jersey Shore jokes every five minutes because of a bunch of people from Staten Island. I mean, they didn't even live in Jersey, and they gave us a bad name. Fired Up with Brad Jenkins. New episodes weekly. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and at podcastone.com. This is House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Who is your favorite Beerman and why? Oh gosh, she turned around. KJ's been sitting up here. All right, well, I'll tell you. My favorite Beerman is KJ. I've never lied about this. I've never told Cash he was my favorite or Kane he was my favorite. It's not Kim? Oh God, I didn't even, I I thought you meant by the kids. No, it's not Kim. It's actually KJ. It's KJ. KJ is my buddy. When when I'm naked, she doesn't complain. I think KJ's probably the only reason I'm still working here. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, wait. Did you know that when you were going to be the personal chef of the Bearmans that you would see Kim naked all the time? Naked, trying on clothes. No, I just showed her my boobs leather. downstairs and said they look floppy. I can't wait to get them done in the kitchen. She's like, "Oh my god, shut up!" Yeah, uh, no, I it's never. Gonna be I, like a violation of something. I've seen a lot of boobs in this house. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I just whatever. Moving on, I love KJ. He's right. the best, and uh, he started cooking with me when he he was about what three. Oh yeah, three years old. Yeah, 
And he was just the best thing. I mean, he's just. What can KJ do for food? Like, oh, what, what do you. KJ is like, well, he, he's always been able to do a lot of these things, but like, he's training right now for Master Chef Junior. And every day since he decided, he's been in there waiting for me with his chef coat or chef jacket on. This morning, he was waiting for Tracy at 9.30 with his chef coat on to cook with her because KJ now has got it in his mind that he will be doing this Master Chef Junior, which I guess we should probably call somebody about this show. Yeah. Um, well, he, but yes. I'll tell you what he can do. He can, he can use a knife now really good in fact like a real knife he had some kids knife for a couple years oh tracy you brought him those cute little yeah. plastic like what are they though they're like just pla- crappy knives like i mean i don't even we would they're like would, training knives i think right or yeah. are they well not even tra- no. they're like plastic he could cut watermelon with it but not like anything real so but i knew he those would were cool. cut his finger off but you know he, he cuts up herbs i don't know if you saw the other day he was yeah. chopping up parsley yeah. right. and cilantro mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i mean fine and so we taught you know he knows how to rock the knife. Tracy, you have a lot of patience to teach the kids, to spend time with the kids. You know, Kaya's got the attention span of her mother, so that's a little bit more difficult. KJ's very focused. He enjoys cooking. You He's have the so patience of a saint. Let's talk more about KJ. So KJ can play a fish. <laughs> he can break down a tenderloin, a whole tenderloin. He's just, he's made a lot of different dishes. I mean, I, I can't even tell you like, uh, today, he made dessert. Today he made today. dessert. He made these little cherry and cheese danishes. Like, he pitted the cherries and he uh, was so cool because he got a bottle and he put the cherries in it and he, he held the cherry and we because we didn't have a cherry pitter and he would take a uh, a chopstick and he he put the chopstick through the cherry and the pit would come out into the bottle and uh, it's really cool it was really Very cool inventive. and so you know he was covered in cherry juice but he did it and he doesn't complain and he told me he was bleeding by the way <laughs> yeah and he's funny so you're oh, teaching so him, funny. are you teaching him when and and how to use certain spices and stuff too are you are you graduated to that yet well we haven't really got to that yet but nope. he knows like you know when you come in safety put your your cutting board down yep. and you put a napkin underneath it so mm-hmm. it doesn't slide he knew that when he was three years old oh yeah so and he's you know now he can turn the burn on he yep. knows you know and if i ask him right now like what how do you tell a a, a medium steak uh from a medium well steak like and i guarantee you he'll look at his hand and he can put his his finger right on his hand because he knows on your what hand, the hell does that do there's different tender spots on your hand and, and and like here it should be a rare because it's it's it pushes down yeah. so when you start to learn the temperatures of steaks you press so it, you touch- feel your palm and then touch the steak i mean something like that yeah, that's yeah, creepy you know that. that's gross Anyway, whatever. But I love KJ. He's my favorite. <laughs> we all know that she loves yeah, KJ. Kim's jealous. But uh, yeah, well, that's fine. You'll never see my boobs again, but oh, that's fine. Until I get them done next month. Uh, we know you love KJ, which I, Cash this morning, was also waiting for Tracy and his apron. I mean, I love apron. all the kids. Oh, of fun. course you do. Right. But what's funny about Cash is that like about two hours in, he's like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I mean, Cash is like, he's he's already gone before he gets there. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, he's in, he, I tell him, go in the cupboard and get a paper plate. He's, he comes back 15 minutes later. With a cook. Yeah. Over his face. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? KG's like sweating at the stove, peeling um, carrots and potatoes and sauteing. It's so true. Stuff. KJ Eyes cooked all day. No, yeah. KJ's cooked all day. So yeah. KJ's a very special little boy. I mean, KJ has spent eight hours on his feet in the kitchen cooking. Like just... And he loves it. Yep. <laughs> well, she definitely has a connection to Brielle as well, and she loves to cook for Brielle, hence why Brielle's butt is so <laughs> large and in charge today. <laughs> Brielle loves to eat Tracy's food. Tracy loves to feed her. But Brielle went on a diet today, and our trainer gave us this diet, I don't know, six months ago, because we haven't really worked Watch out with Lana. Watch it drop soup. Watch it drop soup. 
So Brielle's on a mission to lose weight. She never eats it. And she, Tracy she never eats the soup. She, I, I mean, I eat it. It's pretty. Tracy was in the kitchen and she's like, you know what? This diet for Brielle really sucks. Like she's not even eating any food. Like this is just this makes me sad because well, she doesn't talk to me either. Because like she'll she she. Well, why do you want to talk to her? You make us the most fattening things ever. Well, like when Brielle's not dieting, she sits at the counter and she and eats yeah. meal after meal. Yeah, and you guys funny. laugh and joke. And now she's. <laughs> 15 pounds heavier than she was three months ago because you feed her. She, You guys are laughing. You love it. She loves it. And then well, she's what like. What I noticed too is, is two months ago, I, I said to Bloom, I said, Bloom, we're going to do some clean eating for, for the next few weeks. We're doing clean eating. All clean. You know, fish, light, everything. And lo and behold, Brielle would come sneaking in and I'd be like, why is there a piece of fried chicken? Yep. <laughs> I'm like. Anything just, for Brielle. Yeah. And so they like, definitely have a connection, too. She, she, she asked me to get it for her. I mean, what do you want me to well, say? She like, loves those Nashville hot chicken sandwiches. <laughs> like, and she'll eat two of those back-to-back. That is unbelievable. That is not the daughter I know. I love it. I'm like, oh, my God. I just <laughs> if, love it. Now, if you guys know anything about Tracy's backstory, every girl that she's ever been with ends up being like 80 to 100 yes. pounds heavier than the day she met him because like she loves to, to feed him. 60 pounds. No, <laughs> don't play. <laughs> no, maybe 80 meal. pounds, yeah. You, we won't mention any names, but you've seen the before and after. Yes, pictures. of all of them. Yes. <laughs> she loves to feed them. She said that's her way of like yeah. share, like showing yeah. love. But it's oh, like Bloom's trophy wall. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. look at my big girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a mess. Okay, okay, okay. You are very active in the animal rescue community. How did you get into that? And is there a specific rescue that you prefer? It, it just varies because I do a lot of rogue rescue, and what that means is I, Kim and Croy will tell you, like I remember, I just see dogs all the time and oh no she'll be like oh yeah i rescued a pig last yeah. night it was well, just walked in front of my car like no it didn't tracy we were uh we went to the lake they rented a lake house and <laughs> i went with them of course and i went to the grocery store and i came back with a dog <laughs> go I, figure i said hey y'all i got this dog i said i'm gonna put him in the laundry room until i'm done cooking dinner and then i'm gonna go try to find its family i mean i just find them so you're a rogue rescuer i'm though. a rogue rescuer yep. but I, I mean you know we got sin from tracy we also because of Tracy, I wasn't even familiar with rescues because my parents bred like poodles and um, shih tzus when I was growing up. So I didn't even know like rescues or anything uh, of this nature. Just a butt in here. That's my favorite part about Kim is that she has um, vocalized. She, you know, bought a couple pocket Pomeranians or whatever <laughs> and paid a lot of money, like five grand for these, mm-hmm. these dogs. And, mm-hmm. um, but she, um, she started to ask me questions and she learned about rescue and like was like, wow. And she has no problem getting on her Instagram and telling people like, Hey guys, like I didn't know this and here's this. Yeah. And I didn't. She teaches people, but a lot of people would just be like, Oh, whatever. And, and I oh just, my gosh, yeah. I love that about her that she just, she loves Sinatra. <laughs> anything you. in the world. He was in a cage about about to be put to slip the next day like he he's lucky to be he's actually just lucky to be alive this guy over here sleeping up here <laughs> with us doing the podcast, the podcast on his too. on his posturpedic bed that Croy has him with a down comforter and that's not his only bed either yeah. <laughs> well i definitely think you brought awareness to our family we've rescued puppies and we've taken care of puppies for several weeks and we see justine a girl here in atlanta we'll see her instagram where she has like nine babies that she just rescued him and, and i'm like brielle and brielle will go to target with ariana they buy all this stuff they go and rescue like three of the babies i don't know i just don't think people are oh, really yes, even justine aware is, her, her handle is keep Common rescue if you ever want to go check her out. She's a wonderful, wonderful young hottie who has been rescuing animals her whole life. Support, and huh? 
I mean, she brought, she, she, I met her the day I met Sin, and she brought Sin and his eight brothers and sisters and the mom to my house. I had 10 dogs in and, one room. And <laughs> just so you guys know, Tracy would talk about these dogs all the time, and she'd have to go home and take care of them, and she would show me pictures, and I and I picked out Sin out of all these dogs, and she's like, oh, he's miserable. You don't want him. I'm like, nope, actually, I want him. So I begged her for weeks and weeks to finally bring Sinatra over here. She wouldn't bring him. Finally, she says, okay. Tomorrow is my, I'm going to bring them because on Saturday they go up for adoption. I'm like, you're f- up. Like, why would you this whole time not bring the dog and now they're going up for adoption on Saturday? Well, she brought the dog on Friday. I was in love. Didn't really tell Croy too much. He got home from work. And before you know it, Croy and Sin were on the couch asleep. We named him Sinatra because of the blue eyes. So, yeah. anyhow. And also, too, again, why I like Kim and Croy, too, so much is she posted him on her Instagram and said uh, where the adoption was taking place the next day. We had people fighting in the parking lot <laughs> over the dogs. They were all adopted in less than an hour. And that was eight dogs. And typically, we might get one Adopt. Oh really? Oh yeah, that was oh, wow. that was amazing because people oh, were like, great. "Oh, we want the brother or the sister of a dog that Kim adopted." I mean, they were lying. I mean, people were fighting, and it helps that he's a super gorgeous dog. And but we feel like uh, as a family that our platform and where we are today is a lot has everything to do with you guys as fans, and so why not give back? I didn't know about rescue, so maybe you don't know about rescuing puppies and or dogs, grown ups, adults, whatever. It literally gets me so upset when I think about all these dogs and where they are at today in Atlanta alone, just Atlanta. I mean, just think about all the dogs that are sitting there that are going to be euthanized if they're not rescued. I mean, it's horrible, right? But Tracy and I, if we had in Croy, Croy would have 50 dogs. Croy wants property just to rescue 50 dogs, literally 50 dogs. Tracy would rescue all of them and live in her house with all of them. I don't know what you're talking about. Every time I show her a picture, and I don't do it anymore because <laughs> I notice hey, you haven't. Look at this dog, and she 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 said, "Bring it here, bring it here." I mean, they fostered dogs. <laughs> I mean, they had like what would you have like four puppies over? I mean, she and they end up kept two of them. <laughs> like when they were supposed to foster. That's called a foster fail. fail. A foster fail. So, yeah. I don't show. I just anymore. feel like the puppies also have taught my children responsibility too. Like when we rescued the little babies that were on their deathbed, we ended up having them go to the hospital the night we got them and get IV fluids and all this stuff to kind of keep them alive. It was horribly sad. But I see my children have such big hearts towards the animals and taking care of them. It's super sweet. So I think it's all, it's positive and it's been positive for our entire family and we'll continue to help and definitely do what we can. We have four at the moment of our own dogs. So how now, many, How many years have you been rescuing? Well, how'd you get into it? Like, well, like, uh, well, you remember that if I showed you that picture, it was, uh, just like you, I would have bought a dog. I didn't know, but I was on my way to a event in a barn, like a wedding. And I'm driving through this town and there was this little white, well, it was a dirty dog and it was, people were honking at it, like, get out the way, get out the way. And I was like, Oh my God. And I opened up my door and it crawled in and you know, got in between my feet and it smelled so bad. It had maggots coming out of its mouth. And I was like, Ooh, I pulled into a gas station and I was like, Hey, anybody missing a dog? Like, who's going to be missing this maggot filled right, dog? Like, right. I mean, and I sent a picture to my friend Brooklyn and she was there immediately to pick it up. And, uh, we took it, you know, it smelled so bad and we named him, uh, 
Frank, rank Frank. Right. It was right. he was so stinky and so gross, and he had blood coming out of his skin. Oh my god! And it was awful. I, I have to show you the pictures again because it was amazing. But I uh, took him to the vet, got somebody to sponsor his vetting because it's very expensive to rescue a dog right. that's sick, and um, he had to have all his teeth removed. Oh my um, god! And he had a skin. To, anyway, he ends up being this like very fancy poodle and <laughs> all this white curly hair back and we get him a, a do home. they have doggy veneers or yes in uh <laughs> he got his doggy veneers but uh anyway just watching that dog go from like the worst right. and they said the maggots actually kept him alive because the maggots right. were eating the bacteria oh my god but um yeah i just was like oh my god i just was seeing that dog and people trying to like you know, get out horrible. of the way, get out of here. Just it's horrible. And then you should see us in Turks and Caicos, you guys. Oh God. Little Caesars large, hot and ready, extra most bestest pizza with extra cheese and the most pepperoni, all at the nation's best price. Just got way cheesier. And if you're thinking that we stuffed the crust, oh boy, did we stuff the crust. There's three feet of cheese in that crust before cooking. The extra most bestest stuffed crust pepperoni pizza for only nine dollars. Now there's even more to love about Little Caesars. Come on in and pick up an extra most bestest stuffed crust pepperoni pizza today. Day or order on their app. Only $9 and only at participating Little Caesars locations, plus tax where applicable. Claim of extra cheese and most pepperoni all at nation's best price is based on the comparison of the following pizzas on the top four national pizza chains. Little Caesars extra most bestest pizza and the other three pizza chains large round standard menu, one topping pepperoni pizza sold at everyday menu prices. What advice would you give to somebody that wants to be a successful chef or is thinking about a chef career? What would be your best advice for them? Find another career. Oh, oh, you're stupid. I would say, I mean, it's very, it's tough. Man, if you really, really want to do it, then definitely go work with a chef for a year before anything. Before even going to school. Yeah, don't go to school. Okay. I would say don't go to school anyway. Oh, why? Just, I mean, because you don't Would you say that 15 there. years ago? I went to the best school because that was my mindset. I had to right. go do the, I had to go to the best school. I know you I tell me every day. Thing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't care, y'all. I went to the CIA. I'm a CIA <laughs> she, graduate. She tells me it's every the number day. one school in the country. Oh, for hell! Um, if you want to go to school, go to school. But work first, and even the CIA will tell you to work in the industry for one year before you can go to school because it's hard. I mean, it's not just like, oh, this is so fun. We make cakes all day long. There's people screaming, hey, where's my food? The health inspector comes in. You're like, it's a lot it's of stuff. It's not all gravy so, for sure. You yeah. know, uh, and people are like, oh, pff, come on. How long does it take to make a cheeseburger? Well, when you got fifty-five cheeseburgers ahead of you, right, right, it takes a minute. But yeah. um, nobody sees nobody sees the uh, all they see is the glitz and glam of, of right. And, beers, and TV has kind of glorified that with a lot of the shows. But yeah. I would say go work in the industry for one year what? before you make a decision. That's a good. That's, that's a good. A, that's that's a good. Advice. Great advice. Okay, Bloom. We're gonna go on to Would You Rather. Yay. <laughs> This is one of my favorite parts of our whole podcast. Would you rather have sex with somebody who has really bad B.O. or really bad breath? Really bad breath. I would have upside down sex. Okay, that sounds Solved good. the problem. Would you rather eat poison ivy or a handful of wasps? I would rather eat poison ivy. Oh, come on. I'm not allergic to poison ivy and I would cook it. You're not allergic. You don't. The oil doesn't make you break out? No. That's You're telling stories. I'll bring some tomorrow. Okay, well, let's not. Would you rather? Well, how about you? 
What? Oh, Ivy or wasps? Oh, I'm out. Either one. I'm done. Well, no. you have to. <laughs> you suck at this game. Probably poison ivy and really? drink calamine lotion. I don't know. Oh, oh well, maybe. I don't know. So that's pretty wasps, good. I'm good. Would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? Would you rather well, fulfill biggest your biggest wish? I yeah, no I think that's already. I don't. I think any, that's a pretty. My biggest go. regret is not fulfilling my wishes. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> there you go. Would you rather? Ugh. Would you rather eat a whole jar of mayonnaise or a whole tub of butter? A whole tub of butter. I knew that was coming. She hates mayonnaise. Hates mayonnaise. How about uh, hot mayonnaise? Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I'm so disgusted, and I hate hot sour cream, too. Kim, she, south of the border dip, puts a full <laughs> half-inch layer of sour cream in the oven and cooks it. Oh. Okay, if anybody knows what south of the border dip is, it's refried beans with taco seasoning, and then you put sour cream on top, cheddar Weird, or Mexican-type yeah. ch- cheddar cheese on top. It'll be in you KJ's layer it. It'll be in KJ's cook. Anyways, so, and so then you basic. eat it. It's yeah. so basic, and I love it, and she's so grossed out by my hot sour cream yep. for your birthday would you rather receive cash or gifts i would much rather receive oh, okay for my birthday i would rather receive cash so yep. i could take it to the casino yep me too in fact that's one my what about anytime you get my a gift? big birthday that i had and i won't say which one it was they gave me a bunch of cash and i went they said this is for the casino only <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have your flight delayed by eight hours or lose your luggage I would rather lose, lose my, my luggage because you don't even have anything. Yeah, I've got nothing. You think yeah. she's got a hair dryer, and a blow dryer, and a curler, well, and a, I mean, stuff. I'd rather just sit and like people watch. My maybe stuff get a cool is drink. located in every Walmart in America, so <laughs> not just, mine. I'll get new stuff. I'd rather be delayed. <laughs> would you rather explore space or the ocean? Oh my god, that's a tough one. I'm so afraid of the ocean. I know oh. she's like cool, and I'm like, what? She's like, I got bit by something, okay, and that, she didn't get bit by. I, I thought I had. I stepped on a rock. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I guess uh, am I exploring by myself? But probably the space. Oh my! Really? You would get. Yeah. You would go to space. People, no, you well, wouldn't. No, so, you would so not. Here's, so here's the thing, though. People people say space, like, but they say it's like a it's a it's a mind altering experience when you actually see Earth. When you can see it like in a window, when it's like so small, like it literally like. Don't get Croy started on this space. Bloom. They Come say on. It, like it really changes a person's like it like almost. There's an effect, and I can't think of it, but it like it's like I'm not interested in space. He confuses me when he starts talking about intelligent stuff. But it really it like it your perspective completely like. We're just going to explore the ocean together. But that's funny. Okay, would you feel worse if nobody showed up to your wedding or your funeral? My funeral. Funeral. Same. Okay, that's good. I feel like we have a lot of similarities. At least one person will be at my wedding, right? I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Would you rather be cold or hot? Well, I'm freezing right now. Um, I would rather be... Too cold or too hot? Too cold. Because yeah. I can always get a blanket. Yes, yep, ditto. Tracy, we're so much alike. Would you rather know when you're going to die or know how you're going to die? I would rather know how I'm going to die because I am always think I know how I'm going to die. Like, every day it's a different way. <laughs> We know. So, so then you could relax, right? And then you yeah, like, well, so I all mean, the other things that you think you're going to die But from. then if your heart starts, if they say a heart attack and your heart starts to oh like God, flutter, I, I, you're, I might as well just die at that moment. <laughs> she always calls Corey whenever she feels weird or feels like something's oh, yeah. going on. Or, that bloody nose. I thought, yeah. I thought my insides that, were that was, out. That was pretty, pretty intense, that was pretty intense I though. I never had a bloody nose before. And it was no, like, but you guys, it was, it was like, it, it was, was intense. Crazy. It was a very intense bloody nose. And I had to put the phone down and say to Corey, like, this is major, not just your typical bloody nose. I had been sleeping in my 
room with a humidifier or uh, an air purifier? It was, it was all the blade nose that you'd missed for all 50 years in one. What the hell does a humidifier have to do with it? That should help not having a blade nose. I read nose. online, because it was the only thing I changed in my life, that, that the dryness could have caused the bloody nose. Uh-huh. No, it was, I'm just telling you, it was all the... I heard all, what you said. Yeah. All the blame I heard, I heard what you, you said. Had I, heard, had I heard it. For all 50 years. Next question. <laughs> it was pretty major bloody nose. So I definitely felt for Tracy. Tracy and I, like, I mean, my stroke hasn't helped Tracy because she's like, oh my God, wait. Do you think something's wrong with my eye? Do you think it's like, wait, what's going on? I feel oh, numb body. in my arm. Yeah, I thought I was having a stroke in Turks and Caicos. Remember, yeah. I was like, uh, I started crying before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she crying? I was like, I think I'm dying. I think I'm having a stroke. What do you, what does a stroke feel like? Like if your arm goes like totally well, like numb or eye, just my eye was twitching or oh, something f- really weird. And I thought, oh God, is even a hospital here? Yeah. I mean, we definitely are. I'm always on edge because of obviously my past history over the last, you know, couple of years with strokes and whatnot. And then it hasn't really helped Tracy, who also is like quite the lunatic with it. There's some similarity between Tracy and I that we are definitely we um, are gamblers. Yeah, we are. We could with our money, not with our health. Gamblers. Not with our health, only with our money, baby. That's right. Well, thank you, Tracy, for sitting here in this podcast and talking to everybody and being so motivating to others. Oh, you're welcome. And if you'd like to hear more from Chef Tracy Bloom, you can check me out on my own podcast. Just kidding. I don't have one. She's such a smart ass. Tracy is one of the funniest people that I know, but maybe you will have a podcast someday. Her Instagram handle is Chef Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y, Bloom on yeah, Instagram. Come check me out. There she is. Or swipe right or left or wherever, however that works, right? Find or- me on your local app. Oh, God. All right, Bloom. We love you. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on PodcastOne.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. The sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are FabFitFun. Check out FabFitFun.com and use code KIM for $10 off your first box. Can I complete? Go to MyComplete2.com right now to see why you should never take CBD until you do this one thing. That's MyComplete2.com. MTV's Real World Atlanta. The Real World Atlanta is streaming now only on Facebook Watch. And Little Caesars. Come on in and pick up an extra most best of stuff crust pepperoni pizza today or order it on their app. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.